Welcome back to Four Corner Sports Podcast. This is Nick, accompanied by Justin. Today we're going to get into the incredibly gutsy, era-defining performance by Cody Rhodes in Hell in the Cell, why he might just be the biggest babyface in the industry right now, and is on a completely different level. Uh, we're also going to talk about the Judgment Day's newest iteration, why WWE apparently likes breaking up good things before any real traction is made, and uh, what this means for Edge and his character direction going forward. And finally, we're going to get into the recent news of Paige leaving WWE when her contract expires and um, what that can mean. So, um, yeah, Justin, what were your thoughts on uh, Cody's performance last Sunday? My God. Holy shit. Um, To me, it was reminiscent of the Undertaker and Mankind match um, back in whenever, because I forgot about it now. Now it's Cody Rhodes. That was incredible. That gave a level of realism to the sport that I have never seen out of any other superstar since I was a child. I mean, holy crap. It used to be when they got cut open. It was like, oh my God, they're still wrestling. They're still, they're so BA. And now it's like, are you Cody Rhodes? No, we'll get out there and wrestle. Cause (laughs) like, I'm sorry, but anybody that watched that match. It's going to be hard to follow that up. Anybody that watched that match better have gotten up and gone to work the next day because I don't give a shit how bad your ankle hurts, how bad your back hurts, how bad your head hurts. You are not doing what Cody Rhodes just did, and that should be motivation enough to get to it. Yeah, I mean, 100%. That was the most, that was just the craziest performance. I mean, as soon as he removed his jacket and we saw how bad the injury actually was, I was in shock. You were in shock. I mean, all of us. It was like I was watching a car crash for 30 minutes. and I For 30 I, effing minutes. I felt minutes. guilty for watching it. And I think the reason the crowd was so silent is because they felt the same way. They were just in shock. Like, what the hell am I How watching? is a human being enduring this? But yeah, that, that's something anybody can A lot respect. of self-reflection was done that mat, d- done that that night. Oh yeah. For anybody watching that match live especially, like self-reflection was done. You know like, yeah, you know, my sore thumb doesn't hurt that bad. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? No like shit. my shoulder, you know, it's a little it's a little it's a little tight, but it's it's good. I'm good. Yeah, that's one of those things that WWE can put out, I mean, and really gain new followers because that's something that I think wrestling fans can appreciate. I wasn't expecting Cody to win because how can you make him win believably after seeing what condition he's in? So yeah, I didn't think Cody Rhodes was going to win, but he did. I'm glad he did. I wouldn't have been, I wouldn't have blamed the writers or the decision makers if they didn't have him win in the circumstances. However, with that being said, that match broke kayfabe because even though, you know, it's scripted. Even though you know it's their planned, Seth Rollins wasn't out to kill him. He was he was working a match. Even though, despite the all fact of that, that he it won. was so effing real. If I were gonna make a man go through that for thirty minutes and not let him win, that Given would be the, true. That, that would be pretty damn tough to swallow too. How true. could you ask Cody Rhodes to do that and not give him the nod? Well, I think at the end of the day, Cody is such a professional that he he would have taken either it. He way. He would have he would have done it. He would have done it. I think all of us can say that that's 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 probably. And if there fact. were any people in the back that doubted, would him you have or blamed his... him for for cutting? Do you, do you think they cut spots out of that match? No. Do you think that that was the originally planned? Yeah, I do too. Yeah, 
I do too. But yeah, for anyone in the back that, you know, saw him as an outsider coming in and maybe didn't give him the respect that he has earned, um, he's definitely earned that respect now. Um, like, no doubt he's earned everybody's respect. So I think he is, he's in legend territory now. And yeah, that's an unforgettable match that WE is going to show us for decades to yes. come. It, as I said, it's going to be the, the new Undertaker mankind, you know, choke slam off the hell in the cell type. Call me crazy. Thing. I think his performance out, outshined mankind's. I mean, that was a crazy spot. That's that a crazy mankind bump. Did. Absolutely. But, but that he would... went 30 minutes with a torn fucking pack. Yep. Yep. Nope. Don't disagree with that at all. I think he, uh, he did triumph in that, in that sort of thing. He outdid what was considered outdoable. Mm hmm. You know, in that. That's, Just by showing up. That's by that's being a, a badass. Yeah. I think the WWE is going to I mean, they've already just gained so much by having Cody on their roster, on their payroll. And the things that and I think Vince listens to Cody, and that's good. The guy started a successful alternative wrestling company. I think Vince actually listens to Cody Rhodes, which is a good thing. And I think we've kind of seen that. They've been more on tag team wrestling. They've gotten more away from the PG stuff. They're swearing. They're saying title shots. I'm seeing seeing the influence that Cody's had. I was saying it it earlier when we were watching SmackDown. Like, it almost feels more reminiscent of the earlier days. Yeah, so I, I thought that performance was great. I actually thought Hell in a Cell in general was pretty good. Judgment Day was good. Um, you want to talk about the Judgment Day? I'd love to. I'm yeah, really, what do you think, man? I am really – see, I was an early on the board Judgment Day guy. I've been telling you about it. I've been trying to – Yeah, I've never been fully on board. I've been trying to engage you about the Judgment Day. I've always liked them. I thought that it was really cool to see a Ministry 2.0 restarting in a way. You know, mm-hmm. maybe they take it as far as they did with Ministry. Maybe they don't. But e- either way, it was reminiscent of it. It was kind of broody, you know, like the old brood. Um, but it cool. was it was it was built to grow, and they were adding members, and they were turn they were evolving from the brood, which was the three person, yep. to, to to more the ministry. And then Cody Rhodes had to get injured, and then Cody Rhodes got injured. But <clears throat> them kicking Edge out, I think, is just absolutely asinine. Unless I agree, unless they're setting up a a big Edge babyface angle, a new a new a new babyface faction. They are. I Faction? Mean, well, Edge, I mean... Who do you think would be in this perhaps newfound faction? Who would fit the bill to be able... And AJ Styles... Wouldn't he, wouldn't he just join up with AJ and Liv? And kind of just take Balor's... Do a little... Sw- do a little... Sw- sw- a swap Swip swap? A little swap Yeah, but see, that's still limiting these to, like, three-person groups. And I really, I really do think... The, the original plan was to add Balor. Yep. So that Agreed. means that yeah. they want the program to grow. To and if four. they're going that to, to four more. to probably five. Five would be more realistic. Um I think that that we're probably gonna see another tag team come into it. So and- because you asked, I do have and I wasn't gonna get into this until later, but you asked, so here we go. So Seth Rollins, they missed a babyface turn with him on Raw. Absolutely. Um, when he said, you know, told Cody that, you know, his dad was, you know, proud of him. And, and when all he walked that. away, like, it was perfect. It was perfect. They could have turned him face right there and everybody would, would have, have forgiven it. him for everything he did. I think it makes the most sense because I don't know what else Seth Rollins would do or who he would feud with that have open feuds. 
other than to join the Judgment Day. And he kind of already has that villainous character. No. What else is he going to do, though? No. They've established Finn Balor as being the leader. Have they, though? Have they, though? They said there's no You're leader. You're right. They kicked Edge out because they didn't want a leader. They wanted equal stock in Judgment Day. So you could see a... You you're you're predicting on live t you know air yes <laughs> that Seth Rollins will join the new day I mean not the new day the uh, Judgment Day I think it makes the most sense yeah you think Seth Rollins will join Ju- all right let me process that one for a minute because what other so villainous character do you have right nah I think he's too a stream and Judgment Day is a little bit more b stream so I'm thinking of feuds what faces and I'm looking at the roster right now what faces on raw could he have a feud with that aren't already in a program with somebody else you know Montez Ford no Edge maybe but that would give more reason why he would be in Judgment Day Cody Rhodes comes back as the leader of Judgment Day (laughs) I don't think that's that no no way (laughs) but yeah I mean we're looking at the roster who can who can he feud with Bobby Lashley no Chad Gable? No, no, Chad Gable is a heel. Mm-hmm. Now that I'm looking at the roster, they're almost all heels. I mean, MVP, almost Otis. Um, all right, final answer, theory. Theory in the Judgment Day? Yeah. No. Not his. Yeah, you're right. No, Rollins makes actually actual makes sense. sense. I'm just trying he to find a counter sense. to you cuz I don't like it. Um, why not Finn Balor then? Finn Balor, what? Be the leader. And then they recruit a tag team. And then they're but, five but, you, but I agree with you that there are going to be more than three people. So as far as who they can believably add to the group, they Seth Rollins makes the most sense out of anybody else on that roster. I disagree. I think five's the magic number that they're shooting for. Right. But um, who else fits the bill better than Seth? That's my question. Anybody? I can't think of anyone. I don't know yet, but. Balor and Priest could be a decent tag team. They could the be a size, decent tag team. But the size difference there, or the range there. Okay, so look at Degeneration X. Had Triple H had singles. X-Pac, singles. Road Dog and Billy James, tag team. And then you had the New Age Outlaws. And then you had the New Age Outlaws, and then you had China. China. That was a worked, proven, popular theorem. So I think they're going to recreate that, so they need to add a tag team. They know that works. They have history with that dynamic, so it did well. They're going to try to repeat it. Six people is kind of too many. Yeah, look just, at look just, at the ministry. Look at look at any of them. They all had five. Just looking at the roster though of, of heels. Oh, they can change the rosters though. You have Cedric Alexander, you have Chad Gable, you have Champa. Champa would actually fit the bill really well right now. He's in a program with Mustafa Ali. But Tomasa Champa would actually fit the bill for the Judgment Day really, really well. And Mustafa Ali would fit the mold of an AJ Styles, Edge, Liv Morgan dynamic. Yes, he would. Yes, he would. Edge name drop Champa as being one of the people joining. They're like, oh, could it be Champa? Could it be Balor? Could it be... So they've already alluded to Champa joining in the past. Yeah. And he would fit the bill really well. And like you said, Mustafa joining AJ and Morgan... Um, yeah, that that could totally fucking work. And having Mustafa Ali aligned with a guy like AJ Styles is huge. That would be great for and the And that guy. would be a great tag team to rival a Finn Balor. Why don't, we just write, team. why don't we just have the pen? 
Why doesn't Vince just give us the pen? And maybe one day, write? maybe one day he'll listen to this podcast. <laughs> I got ideas, dude. I got ideas. <laughs> Call me up, Vince. See, I, I don't know if there's going to be a leader. I mean, I guess there kind of needs to be. Has to be a perceived leader, but that's it, it. Would go against their story because they kicked Edge out because they didn't want a leader. So that would make no sense story wise. They kicked him out because they didn't want a leader, or because they didn't like. They, they him. didn't want a leader. That's literally what Damian Priest said. Hmm. They don't want a leader. Hmm. So for them to name a leader after doing that, yeah, it just wouldn't wouldn't make a whole lot of sense. Hmm. Um. Yeah, Rhea Ripley winning, I I don't see it. Bianca, she's never really had a proper reign with that women's championship. Bianca? Yeah. No. She never really had a proper reign, and I think she deserves it. But I think Ripley, I mean, Ripley deserves it too, and I guess that would add credibility to that I find day. lacking in the Judgment Day. Um, yeah, I think Judgment Day is just lacking a ton of credibility. Bet- I mean, Jesus, between Balor, it Ripley, got to, and It Priest, got to being a powerhouse too fast. I know. Like, they should have. They, they, like, but that's how they act. Like, they're the the big bad on Raw. Yeah, I just didn't like the promos. I didn't. I just don't. I, I guess I just don't like the Judgment Day. I don't like the purple. I don't like the spooky shit. Oh, and I, I heard that, too. I guess Edge, the the where the direction creative wanted to go, which Edge did not like, is they wanted to, and of course Vince, because Vince associates anything dark with supernatural. Vince wanted the Judgment Day to be on some spooky supernatural bullshit, and reportedly Edge was not on board with that. Well, that's good that they didn't end up going that way. It's not too late, man. Yeah, now that Edge is out. If Finch wants to do something, he's going to fucking do it. Yeah, you ain't wrong. And we don't have Cody anymore to tell him not to. I mean, I don't think Cody has his ear that much, but um, I do still think Cody's a good influence on him. Um, So, yeah, I see Champa joining. Um, Ripley winning the title would be a good thing for the group and for her. I just don't see it happening. It's going to be a good fucking Who's going to win Money in the Bank? That is a good question. Um, I mean, Orton, right? I mean, I guess it doesn't have to be Orton. If Riddle gets the championship match next week and there's no tomfoolery taking place, I think Riddle wins Money in the Bank because they're going to give him that championship match despite saying Roman Reigns is off of live TV. And then three weeks later, change their mind and bring him back onto live TV again. That doesn't make sense. Tomfoolery will take place at next week's SmackDown. Mm -hmm. Riddle won't get his real shot, but he's going to opportunity. Opportunity. We can can say shot now. (laughs) We don't work for WWE. We can say whatever the fuck we want. Oh yeah, that's Um, right. (laughs) Riddle is going to get. There's going to be tomfoolery. There's going to be bullshit that takes place next week on SmackDown. Money in the Bank. Riddle's going to end- enter. Riddle's going to win, thus forcing the match at SummerSlam. So you don't think he's going to cash it in? He's just going to say, like, hey, I want this match? He's going to cash it in. He's just going to be, like, a noble dude and say, I'm not going to sneak attack. I'm not going to – I don't fight like that. I don't fight dirty. I'm gonna. I'm challenging you. I'm cashing this in right now, 
challenging you at SummerSlam, blah, 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 blah. Has anyone done that before? No. And I think Riddle will be the perfect dude to do it. Doesn't that break the rules? No, they don't have to be sneak attack like, <laughs> they just finished the match. I'm going to run out there just, and dig that, it. That's just that's always how it's been. But, that, but Riddle, <laughs> Riddle's character does not care. He's an honorable, noble person. He's a he 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 he's a loyal dude. Yeah, that would be a good. I that's what I think is going to happen. I mean, I don't need a, your 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 you know. Well, I'm giving my opinion tone. because that's what this is about. Yeah, I, I, think, don't, I don't think he can do that. See, I think it's against the rules. So no one's ever done it because everybody tries to be sneak attack, which is the most opportunistic way to go. Right, but that's but it would shake things up for WWE to. Be I mean, like, I'd like it. I'm not to be saying ha- I would to have like Riddle it. say, "I'm cashing in my," you know, or, or, ooh, here we go. He doesn't wait till SummerSlam. He's gonna win, and then he's gonna challenge at some live event. Instead, Randy Orton's gonna come out, heel turn, setting up a Randy Riddle Roman match. So he's going to turn on Riddle. Riddle during his match with Roman prior to SummerSlam in order for them to boost the ratings. They'll bring Roman in for a one-off. Riddle versus Roman. Riddle cashing in his money in the bank. He might pander it for a couple of weeks and like the week before SummerSlam. Yeah. He'll, I'm challenging you. Do you know what I mean? Cash it in. Well, you know Riddle can talk shit. Right. And yeah. he'll do that for a couple <laughs> weeks. They'll, they'll build on that. And then the third week, before, yep. right before SummerSlam, or the fourth week, whatever, um, he'll he'll cash in, challenge Roman, Orton surprise return, RKO's fucking Riddle, sets up a Roman Riddle Orton three way at SummerSlam. For SummerSlam, yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, I don't, I I like that. Yeah. There's my prediction. Last thing we're going to talk about is Paige. Um, she's going to be leaving WWE on July 7th when her contract is up. She also stated, you know what? I'm just going to read it. Paige here, July 7th will be the last day with WWE. I'm so thankful and I appreciate the opportunities that the company has given me. I will always be appreciative of the company that took an 18-year-old British hail emo girl that didn't look like your average diva, giving me the chance of a lifetime and making me feel like a superstar. I know after my neck, uh, my neck injury taking me out of in-ring status, it was pretty hard to keep me around for as long as they did, and I'm thankful for that too. Thank you to the WWE Ver- Universe. You guys are the most passionate group of fans I've ever seen. Hope you continue to stay with me. I think the toughest part um, is letting the page name go. FYI, I'm not saying I'll never be in the ring. That day will most certainly come again wherever the return may be. So she's leaving WWE, and they did do her a solid. Like, for all the shit, for all the horrible shit WWE does with, like, cuts, big air quotes, budget cuts, they kept Paige on for, for years after she after in-ring status was uh, revoked. Um, she Why? Why did her ring status, in-ring status get revoked? She had neck surgery in 2016. Uh, she missed a year and a half and then returned in December of 2017 as the leader of Absolution. The last time we saw her on TV, she was managing the Kabuki Warriors, uh, Kyrie Sane and um, Asuka. But yeah, they kept her on the payroll for a long time. So, I mean, that's really cool. But I, I would hope that she is able to wrestle again, but she has had two neck surgeries 
obviously you can never say never given Daniel Bryan coming yep. back or Brian Danielson coming back, Edge coming back Daniel after Bryanson? nine years. Brian Danielson. Um, that's his name now. Brandon Dielson. Brian Danielson. Brian Danielson. Yeah. And um, formerly known as Brian Daniel. Formerly known as Daniel Bryan. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, I think that the only, I mean, if she is ever able to wrestle again, and I, I hope that someday she can, um, if she does come back, realistically, I mean, AEW is the only company that can afford someone like her. She's a million-dollar superstar. Just for being related to The Rock? She's not related to The Rock. Why is she a million-dollar superstar? Because of the position that she put herself in with Fox on, um, what was it, um, FX1, or no, FS1. She did WWE backstage with Fox, and then the movie, um, Fighting With My Family or Wrestling With yeah. My Family. That was actually a critically acclaimed movie. Like That movie did really, really, really well. And that could have been because The Rock was in it. Had a, but I mean, he was only in it for like ten seconds. That's it. That's it. I never saw it. Yeah, um, I actually no, I actually watched it. It was really fucking good. Hmm. And it was all I'll about Paige. Oh, check it out. Yeah, it was all about Paige and her journey in the Indies and getting called up from NXT to winning the Divas Championship, her first day on Raw from AJ Lee. And then, yeah, she won it from AJ Lee. Who's she married to? CM Punk. Where's CM Punk? AEW. Who's been talking about coming back to wrestling? AJ Lee. So that would be perfect. And Tony Khan has a million bucks. And if he's going to throw a million bucks at anyone, it's someone like Paige. So, um, yeah, that's, I mean, that's, that's pretty much it for right now. I mean, some other things have been going on in wrestling. What do you think is going to happen with Gunther? I hope nothing but good things because uh, I'm not calling him Gunther. Whoever gave him free that Walter. name should be fired. Yeah, free Walter. Give Walter his name back. Um, but yeah, I mean that that's pretty much it. Um, yeah, short, short, quick episode. Thanks for listening, guys. We appreciate you. Yeah, thanks for listening, guys. We'll catch you next week. Um, enjoy the rest of your week.